okay, little John. I am a vessel journeying alongside with you and committing to serving the important purpose of recognizing the points of grace. On the Points of Grace podcast, you can expect surprise guest appearances who will share their grace stories and insight on how great God's grace truly is towards us. 1 Corinthians 12 and 9 declares, and the time of our weakness, God's grace is sufficient for us. So clear your mind, prepare your spirit, engage your heart, and grab that notebook to pen some points of grace. Hello, 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 POG Camp. How are you today? I hope that as you are listening to this podcast, you have settled your spirit, you have cleared your mind, and you have called your body into the obedience of grace. You have commanded your day into the obedience of grace. And above all, your praise, your worship, and your thanks is in alignment in the place of grace. Today, podcast, we want to talk about something that's very open, something we can be very transparent about, and something that a lot of us are very concerned about, uh, not only pertaining to others, but let's just be real, even pertaining to ourselves. And it's about the power of truth. The power of truth. In this segment, we're going to dive just for a few minutes into the depths of how trust is something that once it's violated, it's kind of hard to want to revisit, so to speak, uh, with someone who's taking advantage of our loyalty and taking advantage of how we can be as individuals submitted to them or even submitted to a thing or even submitted to a place. Let's be real because a lot of us can suffer burnout and being let down, disappointed and frustrated by having expectations in something or someplace or someone that may not come to fruition. And for whatever the reason or the cause of the case may be, the effect on us is... I don't know if I want to trust again in that person. I don't know if I want to trust again in that place. I don't know if I want to trust again in that thing. Um, here's the conversation today, though, in this segment about the, the power of trust. Um, God actually speaks to us. And now we got to remember POG camp. This is the points of grace that we're talking about. And grace meaning thoughtfulness. Okay, grace meaning the divine influence of God. Okay, let's let's be reminded of what grace means. It's the divine favor of God. Some would say unmerited. In many cases, we'll say unscripted. And John chapter one speaks of how grace for grace we were given because of the power that worketh in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so Let's for a moment breathe, clear our mind, and let's focus on what do we really think about the word trust. Trust is not only a power word, it's a power action and a power behavior. And many of us, characteristically speaking, okay, and integrity speaking wise, may lack um, having the influence of trust, 
uh, not only towards us, but also giving out. So let's look at reflection for about a moment. Um, when trust has been violated, there is a reflection as though an image that's in a mirror that will show up in the continents of a facial expression, a <clears throat> gesture such as that, or um, actually just uh, <laughs> your attitude. My attitude alone could indicate to someone that we have trust issues when a certain place is mentioned or a certain thing is mentioned, our attitude can relay that we have trust issues. God actually charges us and say, place no trust in a man. Some of us would quote and even say, many may trust in horses and many may trust in chariots. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to worship the Lord, which means we're going to trust the Lord. But let's look at trust once again. Because if I trust you and you trust me, that means that we have a covenant. And within that covenant would be enveloped being able to confide in you, to pour myself before you unashamed, naked like Noah, unapologetic, you know, like Paul. I can, I can reveal to you the true me. When nobody else is looking, I can reveal to you secrets. I can reveal to you, as the word of God says, confess your sins one to another and then pray for each other that we may be restored, especially in the area of faith. See, if I'm dealing with trust issues, I may very well be dealing with faith issues. And if I'm dealing with faith issues, then I'm dealing with hope issues. And if I'm dealing with hope issues, then I'm probably doing a lot of things out of my own might and out of my own strength instead of relying on God, who is made strong in my time of weakness. I may be causing things to happen for myself than to rely and trust on God's perfect plan for an expected end. For he said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, those that are good, not of evil. See, trust also involves how we evolve in love, the depths of love, the true meaning of love. Trust evolves. It turns. It changes. It shifts. It moves. If I trust you, then we are headed and moving in the right direction and strengthening this relationship and this bond. If I trust you, if I don't trust you, there's a breach in the contract in the covenant there's a gap between us there's a wedge between us and when this wedge shows up it brings division separation so if i don't trust you if i don't trust the thing if i don't trust the place it's going to bring division and here's the thing if it's not sealed by the forgiving power of god then it's going to bring about calamity and discord which means trouble can arise issues can arise <laughs> Hint, flesh can arise. Now let's look at another side to this because God says to guard our heart. Okay? God says, whatsoever man think or so is he out of the issues of the heart. Come on, in the abundance of the heart, things are stored up and it will flow out of the mouth, which means it's in our spirit. 
So we may say kind words or we may say some not so kind words regarding trust issues. But the thing about it, where we have to get healed quickly and come into an agreement with the word of God quickly about trust. The answer, I believe, lies in operating in the gift and the spirit of discernment. Now, I say gift because God give it to us. It's from him to us. So we receive it. But then to operate in the spirit of discernment, that is a decision to have open eyes with scales that have already fallen off, an open heart to forgive, and willingness to embrace not only healing but wholeness in that area of trust. Because here's the thing about it, when we as people have trust issues, we were tend to make everything suspect. People who haven't even made a mistake or even given us any kind of evidence that they're untrustworthy, we will be looking at them through a microscope and we will constantly keep them in the lab trying to formulate a disease called untrustworthiness. Now you may say, Pastor C, why did you call that a disease? Because once it's been implanted inside of the heart and the mind and the spirit, even embedded in the soul, it starts growing. It it has the potential not to just deal with the person, place, or thing that brought about the offense, but everything connected to it and possibly many things connected to us gets impacted by the effect that were made on us from not trusting, from having trust in issues. You know, it can spread. It becomes contaminated. You know, contamination, shall I say. But things become contaminated as a result of contamination. So it can enter into the marriage, but really I'm mad at my mother or my father. It can enter into my friendships, but really I'm mad at my auntie. It can enter into our business partnerships, but really I'm affected by how my covering or my leader did to me. It can enter into my walk with God, my ministry, because I have a problem, an undealt with problem about the way my spiritual mother or father handled me and confidentiality. Several people know what I said to him or her. And it came back to me. And now I feel as though I can't tell anybody anything. Now there's a difference between moving in wisdom and allowing God to complete something before you speak on it. Why? Because you're still in the secret place getting instructions. You're still abiding under the shadow of the Almighty to be covered and protected. You're allowing someone, is actually what that is, the power of someone, that you don't take counsel from people that are wicked and evil. You don't sit in their seat. You don't be partakers of their bread. Of unforgiveness and bitterness. You don't walk in the way of the ungodly. So your counsel will come from people who are believers of the word of God. Not just a believer, but a believer of the word of God. See, I can believe in God, but not trust in his word. So you accept wise counsel. The word of the Lord teaches us there's safety amongst wise counsel. So don't despise counsel. But allow God, ask him according to James to give you wisdom so that I, myself, and you will know who 
to confide in and even how to do it because there's a strategy to everything. Exposing your hand and confessing your faults doesn't necessarily have to be to the point that you become vulnerable in such a way that just like Samson, you'll tell Delilah your vow that you made to God. That's between you and the Lord. You just have to walk it out in behavior and attitude and the way you govern yourself accordingly. POG camp, it's really, really important that we allow God to heal us in the area where trust has been violated quickly so that once again, it doesn't affect innocent bystanders and it doesn't affect people who are not part of the offense. It's very, very important that we understand this divine favor that we've been given by God also allows us time according to the book of Ecclesiastes to understand what's vain that will vex our spirit. And let's just be honest. Some of us even have trust issues with God for multiple reasons. God, why did you have to take him from me? Why did you have to take her from me? I don't know if I could trust anybody else the way that I trusted him or her. God, I prayed to you pertaining to this and pertaining to that. And then it turned around and did a number on me that I did not expect. God, I have trust issues right now with you for some of us if you have trust issues with your natural father you may struggle with having trust issues with god our father our creator god makes no mistakes there is good and glory after everything it's glory after this come on now God said his thoughts are good. Come on. And because his ways are not our ways, it can go no other way but good because we actually will ponder and we actually will give consideration and we actually will contemplate and we actually will negotiate whether or not we should take on an idea and carry it through. This is the hearts of men. This is the imaginations that God says, cast down, because it can develop strongholds. He says, cast down imaginations and pull down strongholds. And everything, every thought, come on, every idea that comes to exalt itself above the word of God, above him. Because if we have, a, I'm going to get you back, eh, <laughs> going on. If we have, a, I'll never trust again. Well, now let's think about that because some certain relationships that God ordained, for I yet to come, won't even get a chance with us because we have the block up. Mm -hmm. Some of the things he ordained to be in our hands, some places to go, some things to obtain, we won't because we have that block up. We have that wall up because of the hurt, the shame, the disappointment, and the frustration that came about because of someone's dishonesty. Or could it be in most cases that we perceive wrongly? We place our trust in something that God didn't ordain or some place or something that God never ordained from the beginning to be a part of the perfect plan for our life. And because of it, some of us could be walking around bearing falsification. This is why we have to allow the word of God to cleanse us on the inside first and it be a reflection on the outside. Everybody doesn't pay the price because they wasn't able to afford the cost 
that Jesus did at the cross for forgiveness. We must forgive and seek God's face about understanding so that the end will speak. Wait for it. Though it may tarry, at the end it's going to speak. It's a part of the vision. God has given the vision to us. And so everything that has been allowed to happen in the end is going to speak with clarity. It's going to speak so that we may have power. Yes, to tread over the things that would love to triumph over us. So today, POG Camp, if you're with me, if you're with Pastor Christina today, if you're understanding what I'm saying, search your heart. Thank God for the divine favor so that you can have the opportunity, I do, to have the opportunity in this created day to realize I have to come into agreement quickly with the word of God who will open up my understanding. It's a choice, y'all. And it's a decision that really needs to be made as soon as possible. We're going to put an ASAP today, POG camp, on being healed. Wounds that have not completely been covered over. They're still open. The cut heart that's still bleeding is still leaking. And it's going to get over. on. Uh, it's, it's going to spill over onto other things. Bleeding on people. Bleeding on things bleeding at places that blood that has not been tended to for anyone in the nursing and medical field knows that's called contamination. The blood can be clean, but because it has entered onto a surface, it allowed that surface to become contaminated by having an element or have something on it that does not supposed to be there. How many times have we placed things somewhere that it's not supposed to be ourselves? Even our trust, let's be honest. Because we didn't think things all the way through. See, many times we don't want to take the responsibility of that. It's okay. Forgive self. Forgive that. And come into agreement quickly. Quickly come into an agreement with the word of God. Being in the middle. Being the partitioner. Jesus being an intercessor. He stands in the middle between us and God. And pray for us. And appeal to the Father to say, Father, I know what they're going through. I know what they experienced. I know what they encountered. I know what's going on with them. I've been touched. Come on now. I've been touched with that infirmity. I've been touched by that, that pain that they're encountering and experiencing. I've been touched with that. I know how it feels. So I would be the advocate. Because Jesus has the power to do it. He does. He has the power to do it. And he said, because I have the power, I will release to you the power. But first, you got to get back up. Yeah, you went down, you were buried under this and you were buried under that. But you got to get back up. And when you get back up, you're going to get back up with power. Because you're allowing my hand to touch where you've been hurt. Touch where you seem to have been offended and violated. Whether by your fault or not. Touched. And then when you allow me to touch you, that means I'm going to heal you. And when I heal you and you get up with that virtue, when you get up with that power, when you get up with that strength, then I can make you whole, which means you will not be afraid to operate again in the area of trust. So P.O.G. Camp.
I want you to remember that today can be a great day if you allow it to be by simply allowing yourself to make the decision that you want to be healed so you can be whole so that you won't be offended or stopped or held back by the power of not trusting again. So POG camp, do what you gotta do and allow the word of God to reign supreme in you and trust again. Until the next time, this is Pastor CKL encouraging you to trust again. Peace, peace.